0: Welcome to Bayou Business Download, a podcast from the Greater Houston Partnership, where we dive into the data and analytics influence in the region's economy. Today is Monday, September 20th. I'm your host, AJ Mastretta, and I'm joined today by special guest, Bill Fulton, director of Rice University's Kinder Institute for Urban Research. In this episode, we're going to talk about population trends in the Houston region. After a sustained period of growth, is the city of Houston itself continuing to see population increases, or is it losing ground to other parts of the region? Bill, thanks for joining me today.
1: Thank you, AJ. Good morning.
0: All right, Bill, before we get into the specifics of today's conversation, I wanted to ask you to give us an overview, if you can, of the Kinder Institute. Many in the region are obviously familiar with the name, but might not completely understand the focus of the Institute. Can you give us a little bit of background?
1: Sure, the the Kinder Institute at Rice, uh, which was endowed by Rich and Nancy Kinder in 2010, Uh, grew out of the extremely well-known Houston area survey, which has been conducted for the last 40 years by Steve Kleinberg, uh, a now retired sociology professor at Rice. Pretty much everybody in Houston has seen Steve give his presentation at one time or another. Um, I've been there for seven years. During that time, we have tried to expand from just the survey to do um, uh, policy research on a variety of other, rigorous research on a variety of other topics that can inform policy. Uh, We focus on K-12 Education. Um, the governance of the region the city and the county and other things like that kind of what i call the soft side of resilience uh, that is to say not we leave it to the engineers to figure out how to harden the infrastructure we we talk about we talk about how do you green the region how do you make communities more more resilient uh, socially and economically and lastly and, and one of the most important ones we're doing now is uh, we work on uh, we, we're doing a lot of work on housing in the region which as these demographic trends shift is becoming a, more of an issue. Affordable housing for a significant portion of the population is now a big deal.
0: So Bill, you write in a recent blog post analyzing population data that the city of Houston itself has seen two years of population decline. You also point out that this is not unusual among major urban centers around the country. So what's actually happening here?
1: In the biggest cities around the country, including Houston since about 2016, population has leveled off or gone down slightly. That's not exclusive to Houston. It's true in most large cities, which experienced considerable population growth uh, in the first half of the decade. Uh, In Houston, what's happening is a pretty interesting phenomenon which is differentiating Houston from the suburbs more and more. Houston's, pop, for example, in 2019, Houston's population went down by 9,000 people. But at the same time, the city of Houston added 30,000 households. That's why you see cranes all over the place for townhomes and apartment buildings, particularly in central Houston. Uh, it's because what's, the people being attracted to the center part of Houston are the singles and the couples with no children uh, who uh, want to live in higher density situations, who want urban living, uh, and and then getting displaced as a result of that are older uh, uh, generations of, of families and so forth. So you're seeing particularly families go to the metropolitan fringe, and you're seeing singles and, and uh, couples with no kids come into the center. Uh, And, and the net result, there's, there's been, for example, there's been no net population increase inside the loop for quite some time. Mm. Uh, uh, What, what, as I say, what you're seeing is families leave singles and doubles come in there and, and they're more affluent and they want more living space. So that's why you see the luxury apartments and the townhomes being built everywhere.
0: But the net, net is that the
1: city of Houston is not growing in population, even though the city of Houston is showing, seeing very significant residential development.
0: Perhaps more surprising than the city's population decline is the almost non-existent growth in Harris County more broadly. What are we seeing there?
1: Yeah, I think what we're seeing in Harris County generally is that the county area is running out of land. Uh, this, the core county is finally beginning to run out of land, you know, particularly in the suburbs. If you look at particularly the northern and western suburbs, which is where a great deal of the growth has been in the last 20 or 30 years, you've seen a lot of master plan development, a lot of uh, mud Uh, a lot of MUDs being created, municipal utility districts. And so you have these relatively new suburban areas and they're not gonna change anytime soon. Uh, So gradually what you're seeing is Harris County running out of land for new development and that development occurring at a relatively low density. And so that's why you're not seeing much development occur. That Harris County just doesn't have the land for the single family development that it traditionally accommodated anymore. That development is going to Waller, Fort Bend, Montgomery, Brazoria, primarily those four counties.
0: So you you just touched on it, but you know as as Houston and Harris County have experienced that sluggish growth over the last decade, you know what's the big picture for the MSA for the metropolitan right. area? <laughs>
1: big picture goes like this. There's 7 million people in the metropolitan area now, and that is now equally divided into thirds, 2.3 million each in the city of Houston, the rest of Harris County, and then also the rest of the region, 2.3, 2.3, 2.3. And it's the outer counties with that 2.3 million that are growing faster. So before long, they will have uh, more population than the city of Houston. In fact, I was just out in Sugar Land the other day uh, talking to the economic development people there. And uh, one of the factoids I dug up is that Fort Bend County has been growing in population faster than Houston, the city of Houston for 20 years now. Um, the hmm. city of Houston's population has been, the growth has been declining for some time, and it finally stopped. It'll be interesting to see if it does come back in the 2020s, as we continue to see this development boom.
0: I'm absolutely struck by that statistic. So you're saying that there are the same number of people in non-Houston-Harris County as there are within the city limits itself?
1: Right. Within Harris County, it's evenly divided between the city of Houston, and everywhere else. Now, that includes about a half a million people in other cities, Pasadena, uh, uh, and other cities like that, and little cities like like the Villages. Um, but almost two million people live in unincorporated Harris County. They live primarily uh, within municipal utility districts. Um, And there is no other county in the country that is even close to Harris County and having the number of people live in unincorporated areas. Um, LA County, for example, has 10 million people. A million of them live in unincorporated areas. So 90% of the people live inside cities. In Harris County, it's uh, not quite half and half, but close.
0: Wow, it's it's incredible. You know, you you just mentioned Fort Bend a second ago. Can you can you break that down a little further specifically? Uh, you know, what are we seeing there? We know that Fort Bend has been on the rise for a while now. What are the dynamics at work there?
1: Well, it's interesting to see the differences between Fort Bend and Montgomery. Those are the two most populous suburban counties, uh, it, it, and they are Fort Bend's growing faster, but Montgomery is also growing fast. Fort Bend is more tied to Houston uh, jobs, so uh, uh, the jobs have. Come along I-10 uh, to the west. Uh, people who live in Sugarland and elsewhere drive from Fort Bend into Houston uh, for their jobs. In Montgomery County, Montgomery County is further away. The Woodlands is a more self-contained community. Also, ExxonMobil went up to Spring, which is not in Montgomery County, but right on the border, right? So there's so there are much more local jobs up in Montgomery County. Fort Bend is much more of a, of a, of a commuter. Of a commuter county, and in fact, that's one of the issues they face: is how do they how do they get the jobs they need so that people don't have to commute that far? Another thing that's happening is that um, northeast Fort Bend County, which is adjacent to to Harris County, Sugar Land, and all those places, they are beginning to be built out, and they are beginning to run out of land. There's more. There's lots of land in Fort Bend County, but it's further away to the southwest. So you begin to see that. That slowdown occurring even in uh, even in the mature parts of, of Fort Bend County. And, and that's probably where the jobs will go. I was out when I was out in Fort Bend, I went to Floor, where I was a big employer out, out in Sugarland. <clears throat> so Fort Bend faces a particular set of challenges to make sure that they have the jobs they need. To accommodate this rapidly growing local population, uh, Fort Bend is also, as most people know, probably the most demographically diverse county in the country, uh, uh, and and also pretty pretty affluent. Although Montgomery is also pretty affluent, Fort Bend. The latest census numbers of the four major. Uh, racial and ethnic groups, white, Hispanic, black, and Asian, uh, none of them in Fort Bend County account for more than 29% of the population. It's almost evenly split. Montgomery is still overwhelmingly white. And interestingly enough, if you look at least in the presidential elections, Fort Bend is <clears throat> now heavily Democratic. Uh, and as uh, I believe the Democrats have won the last two presidential elections in Fort Bend County, whereas Montgomery remains overwhelmingly Republican. So the the two the two fastest growing suburban counties are growing on very very different trajectories.
0: Well, and so you mentioned the the reason for Fort Bend, you know, the proximity to the to the jobs yeah. in Houston, uh, right. in Harris County. What is the reason for Montgomery?
1: Well, I think number one, there's just a lot of growth to go around, mm. right? And and uh, the best positioned. Uh, places are to the north and west. Jobs are my mig- jobs are moving north and west of Houston. Mm. Um, so the airport now is a big job center. Uh, uh clearly, spring's going to be a huge job center with ExxonMobil. And if, if I'm not mistaken, HP Enterprise is also in spring, right? Right, right. So, so I think you're going to see a lot. And the Woodlands is a nationally recognized community you know uh, a planned community i uh, i would say i went to urban planning school at ucla i would say everybody who went to urban planning school anywhere in the country learned about the woodlands yeah. and learned and learned about george mitchell uh, which i learned about in grad school mm. uh, even though i went to grad school in california uh, uh, you know you learned about irvine and you learned about the woodlands so um the jobs are going north and that is what's, I think, attract, that keeping Montgomery County going, that it's a, for a lot of people, it's a relatively short commute to, to, a, lot of, to a lot of jobs. We also see along the I-10 corridor is uh, residential, and 59 is residential development going further and further out. And those people still driving in, or, I mean, they might, they might commute into downtown, but more likely go into the Galleria, go into the energy corridor.
0: Broadly speaking, as you look at these numbers, what surprises you most about the population trends we're seeing across the region?
1: I think what you said, uh, AJ, the fact that Harris County has almost completely stopped population growth, that's the most surprising thing. The fact that the city of Houston is not adding population, that was foreseeable. Uh, Mayor Turner has expressed great concern about that. From time to time, but the idea that Harris County when I told Judge Emmett former Judge Emmett uh, that uh, about this fact, uh, Mm -hmm. he was he was very surprised. So I think that's the most surprising thing. Um, The flip side of that, though, is that most of the jobs in the region are still in the city of Houston most of the jobs, most of the big job centers are still in the city of Houston, with the exception of spring, and the airport, I guess the airport is in the city of Houston, now that I think about it, but the airport, the energy corridor, the Galleria, the Med Center in downtown, those are the biggest job centers in the region. And they're all in the city of Houston, even though the population is no longer growing. So you see a a more symbiotic relationship between the suburbs and the city than you used to. More and more people living outside the city, even outside the county, yet many of those people commuting back into the city for work.
0: Got it. So Bill, as we try to understand what this means for our economy, we have to, of course, consider the implications for where people live on things like office clusters, as you just mentioned, you know, transportation infrastructure, how do you see the dynamics changing in the decades ahead?
1: Yeah. I think the biggest unknown is to what extent is this work from home phenomenon going to stick. Mm. So if people don't have to go to work more than two or three days a week, then you probably will. And they are working in those big job clusters in the city of Houston. Then you may well see, uh, more of them living further and further out in order to get bigger houses and, and, and bigger yards, uh, particularly families. As I say, there's a, the other thing I think that's really happening that's obvious is this, this very stark bifurcation between um, the outer counties, which are family oriented and the inner neighborhoods in the city, which are, which are uh, oriented toward people who don't have children at home. Mm. And, and then in the middle, in the older suburbs, that's where, Uh, working-class folks, often with children, uh, are are migrating to because that's relatively affordable. There's a lot of older apartments that aren't that expensive. So I I think that we're going to see, like I say, I think a lot of it depends on the work-from-home phenomenon. If everybody has to come back to the office five days a week, uh, that will put a damper on continued outward expansion. Uh, If People come only have to come to work three days a week. I think that will stimulate uh, more development deep into Waller and deep into into Fort Bend, and that creates some transportation issues uh, as because the 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 big job centers can be very are, are, are very dense in terms of jobs the med center has a hundred thousand people in one square mile um, uh, downtown has a lot of jobs in a small area so does the galleria and our commuting system are other than driving alone our commuting system is sort of predicated on the assumption that those are the three big job centers in the region the whole express bus system feeds into downtown very nicely actually a lot of people who work at the Med Center actually take express buses to downtown and then take the light rail to the Med mm-hmm. Center. We now have the BRT in uh, in the Galleria in Uptown, which is specifically designed to go from the transit centers. So, uh, I mean, the big question is, will people continue to commute five days a week and take advantage of those options, or will they go three days a week and just drive uh, and or will the jobs stay in those locations where uh, the, all the transit infrastructure already exists, particularly those three big, those three big uh, job centers?
0: Got it. Bill, you talked about this, the bifurcation of, of you know, the, those that are single, uh, perhaps empty nesters and so forth in the city, and then the, the, mm-hmm. the, those with, with children in the suburbs and so forth. What implications might that have on the education system as we continue to see this, uh, again, bifurcation? Uh, what will that mean for the education system, particularly in the urban center?
1: Well, that's a really interesting question uh hisd as you know is about 90 percent non-white students Uh, but what's interesting now this is interesting and it suggests that there may be some people uh, uh, who in the past would have moved to the suburbs who are staying in the city because the white population of of the white student population has actually gone up in hisd in in Hmm. recent years in recent years um i but i think one of the big questions that arises is, how do we retain a sense of common purpose when there are so many households without kids? Uh, And you live in an urban neighborhood, you live near a school, nobody in your apartment building has any kids, you just got all dogs. Um, To what extent do you feel connected to the people in the neighborhood that do have children? Uh, to what extent do these different parts of our society feel connected? They they tend to connect at work. That's where people, and that's where the work from home thing, again, could become important because people from different backgrounds who live in different locations, who live in different environments and have different household types uh, tend to connect at work. Uh, that's where they connect. And, and if that social glue isn't there, then does that make it harder for us to all have a sense of common purpose here in Houston?
0: Makes a lot of sense. Bill, thanks for joining me for this conversation. Sure, sure thing, AJ. Thanks for having me. And that's it for this episode of the Bayou Business Download. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. You can do so via your favorite podcasting platform or by visiting the podcast page at houston.org. There you'll also find links to recent data and news updates and learn how you can get more involved in the work of the partnership to make a difference in Houston. Thanks again for listening to Bayou Business Download.